Full of Sound and Fury is a podcast for adults, by adults, containing adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Emotionally exhausted by the end of the last episode. Oh, the Last of Us. No, of of uh, Full of Sound of Fury. Oh, Full of Sound of Fury. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I did want to talk the Last of Us, but man, I just putting the Marvel yeah. films in an order was more stressful than I anticipated. Yeah, that was that was something. Even though we kind of knew, we 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 knew, right? We said right from the beginning, like we know what number one's gonna be. I think in retrospect, we knew what number two was as well. And then there's a couple of clunkers at the bottom that are very obvious. But that, that middle pack, though, the quality control is so good that trying to figure out which one was, you know, 3 through 25 was... I, I want to use the word harrowing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I certainly felt that way. Yeah. That's a testament, like you were just saying, to the quality. I mean, what other franchises like this? Can't think of one. No. Uh, and I, I don't, I, I think it may be a one of one. Lord, are people trying though? <laughs> well, they were, and then they were sure. failing, and now no one has money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> they so broke they they had they had to rename HBO Max Max. <laughs> oh man, the comedy the comedy over there just it's just a, a font a font of comedy. Branding is super important, but I'm confused by their need to like re to rebrand that. Yeah, they're like a top three streaming destination, right? I I think so. Although I mean, I don't even know anymore. Well, and perhaps not based on numbers, but on quality. I mean, you know, the things I care about, yeah. which is Prestige what this podcast TV, is about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, you know, that's interesting because I think that's what they were saying was part of the reason for the rebrand is they they were they they, they thought they were they were too highbrow. Yeah, I don't I don't even I don't even know where to go with that. Like, <laughs> argument could be made like maybe you could say Criterion Channel would would classify as highbrow, but HBO Max. <laughs> well, why would you run away from that? Oh, oh true. And maybe try to <laughs> instead, like why why the why the black and white thinking? Why not pivot a little bit to try to rotate and and make it a brand of quality while also trying to figure out how to build out from there to you know other types of content that maybe people also want to see that are that's less highbrow. N- nothing says you have to keep HBO on the pedestal and then like you know or n- knock it off the pedestal or whatever. Like you can you can kind of build around it in different ways without renaming things well two thoughts um whatever cachet hbo has is very much counterbalanced by the the cachet that cinemax does not have (laughs) number two it doesn't say anything good about america that we're running away from intelligence in our branding once again as we do with so many things (laughs) we i weep for the future (laughs) well on that cheery note let's let's uh let's open it up this is full of sun and fury. We're dropping the rest because it's we're rebranding. <laughs> I'm Cyrus Mortazabi of Kirkland, Washington. Uh, also at digitally at greatsourcestudios.com. 
with us <laughs> transitorily <laughs> in Austin, Texas is Ariel Rodriguez. Thank you for having me, sir. And we have recovered from our last uh, darling murdering podcast. And we're here to talk about the oh-so-cheery The Last of Us Season 1. <laughs> you've done the game. You've done the show. So, I, number one, does the adaptation hold up? I think it does. Um, I think uh, there's thing you know, they've they made different choices in small ways and some ways larger. But, I mean, again, <laughs> if you're thinking about it as opposed to just reacting... <laughs> Uh, you'd imagine that there'd be some need to adapt the material and not just one for one beat for beat copy what was in the game. Some things work in the game the way, because it turns out they're different mediums. I don't know if people knew this. <laughs> and so they, 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 they shifted well, things around. It's, it's a highbrow channel. They told you. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, th I think it was massively successful i also think uh and this is not something i really experienced before in video game adaptations but i going through this one i felt like while it is a you know the same story you could i think you could play the game and watch the show and experience it in different ways and they are they're reinforcing the resonant of each other uh as opposed to like just do one and you get the same Thing and that's that, that you don't have to do both. I think they are fundamentally different experiences, especially thinking about how that last episode went, that experience of living through that part of the story, like playing it as a game versus watching it and, and, and vibing it as a, just an audience member, uh, very different. So there's, I think there's value in both. I thought it was really cool. It's, a, it's, a, it's almost like a textbook uh, explanation of why you can adapt video game stories to TV or film, and there's still value in doing that. It's not like the game is already there. Why are you doing this type of thing? It's not a it's not a reboot or a remake. The way people reboot and remake other older movies again is another movie. It's just they're different genres, and it really I think this this case in this case, it's evident why if you've done both. Yeah, you really changed my entire perspective on storytelling when we were kind of talking about this off pod uh, a few weeks ago. The idea that a video game would have a greater depth of uh, emotional resonance than, say, a really well-run drama had never occurred to me. But I could, t I mean, having not played the game, I could totally see that having to be in, having to play through Joel's like, uh, literally, you know, kind of a Sophie's Choice there as we as we're going out, and how how much harder that would hit as a first-person shooter. Yeah, and and. Just uh, being there, having to push the controls. Like you, you don't have a choice in what Joel does, but you have to, you have to do it. You have to push the buttons and move and do the thing. And this is a game, by the way. It's a third-person uh, action game where a lot of times to solve the level to get to the next cutscene and everything, you have a lot of choices in how you approach it, and then. Again, I think it's a it's a creative choice for them to strip that capability away from you. You can't you can't go in and like do a rear naked choke and like just choke everybody, like knock everybody out in the hospital and walk away and be like, ha ha ha, you know, the day is saved and my surrogate daughter is saved. No, you gotta kill every <laughs> last one of those, and there's no choice for you. I mean, you can turn the game off and walk away, but if you want to finish the story, you must do this. And it, wow. <laughs> 
yeah, that it really changed the, my perspective on gaming culture. I, I never really thought of it as that strong of a, of a t- storytelling medium. I have to imagine they kind of crushed this. If certainly, I mean, I I'm not anticipating a better television show this year. I, I think that would be foolish because the bar has been raised so high. I hear you. I I think it's a total success. I understand season two is going to happen. Uh, I understand it's not going to happen soon because, again, everyone has no money all of a sudden. <laughs> Shouldn't have bought those other companies, and they'd have plenty of money. Turns out streaming is incredibly expensive. <laughs> also that. And HBO is like has got a lot of futures tied up in dragons. So, <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and new Harry Potter, apparently. No. But it's the old Harry Potter. <laughs> but it's the old Harry Potter, yes. <laughs> New old Harry Potter. So talk about reboots versus uh, shifting uh, media and re- reimagining or reinterpreting. Are they going to regret that? You think? Possibly. I mean, it's a gamble. I mean, it's it, it's it's got to be. If who doesn't think it's a gamble? Like that that show. Like people have people, grown people up with Harry Potter. People are just unaware of, of what Rowling has done and said. Is the answer to that question? <laughs> I, I suppose so. Right. Uh, also, like. Rowling aside, those movies, uh, and of course the books, but the movies in particular, just with a wider audience, a lot of people grew up on those movies. You're, and they're they're very much in the key de- key demographic consumers for this new show. If you piss them off, and then you weigh the Rowling stuff on top, is this gonna die on the vine before it's done in seven seasons the way they want to do? I mean, like, it seems a huge risk. I think I, I have always been of the opinion those films are deeply flawed. I think past the first three, they actually get kind of bad, but the the IP is so beloved, people look past it. So as long as they do it right, I think they'll have a better uh, a better version of Harry Potter for for the screen. But this is what I don't know. There's a lot of vitriol directed at that open sort that open world video game that just came out. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But sometimes that doesn't translate into the bottom line. It, how is that game performing financially? Do you know? I think it was doing fairly well. Like not, uh, you know, gangbusters, uh, but also not poorly. I think it was doing well enough. Yeah, because this is something that going back to like, um, gosh, even Joe Casada's re- re- uh, editorial regime at, at Marvel Comics. I remember they're always like, what you see in, the rage you see in Foreman's forums excuse me rarely has anything to do with sales <laughs> and in fact yeah. a lot of times they're inversely proportional because nothing people have a good controversy yeah yeah no i hear you it, it all it just the the rallying thing though it just seems like it's got a cross-cultural uh, effect that with that and if they if they bungle it i don't know it seems tough it just seems tough but i mean if they and it also, like, it's not like it's a original Warner Brothers IP. They're they're paying to license this thing, so they they must see, you know, must be blind to some of the controversy, and also see some kind of value in whatever's left that they should try again. <laughs> I, I don't know. I uh, the calculus seems beyond me, but whatever. It's HBO, or I'm sorry, Max. I think the money's there. They just they need to get it right. If if it comes out and it's shit, it could be real bad in a hurry so 
maybe don't hire David Yates a 12th time. That's going to that's gonna be my my free advice to whoever the hell's running Max these days. Yeah, show me, give me this, to tell me who the showrunner, showrunners possibly are for that. That's what I, I want to know who signs up for that. Isn't it worrisome that we don't know that? That's the big. I would say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We you can, can you we, can say you're going to do whatever, but who's a, who's signing up to actually make the thing? We we've, we've been very very critical of Kathleen Kennedy's tenure at Lucasfilm, but she always has a creative team attached to these projects that she doesn't make. Right, Keyshawn? Uh, she's made projects. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to be called creative until you create. Tell me about it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm already pissed. I'm like 20 minutes late, and then you ask me a question that pisses me off. <laughs> I need more bourbon for this shit. I will pour yourself a stiff one, and uh, <laughs> okay, we'll go, back to, we'll go we'll go back to giving the people's elbow to Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> where are Where are we? Uh, what's going on with Harry Potter? I've heard things. You got a five-second recap? Sure. Uh, TLDR. Uh, HBO Max slash Max slash whatever the hell they decide to call it has decided to make it a streaming show. Okay. But we don't know who's involved. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. Well, Severus Snape. Alan Rickman's not going to be in it. That's a safe assumption, I think, yeah, for sure. Wouldn't it be great if they got uh, Daniel, what's his face? Radcliffe? Yeah, Radcliffe to be James. Oh. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And uh, That's, I think that's, a, that's some to... Inception shit right there. <laughs> and I think they need to get uh, off the cuff here, but isn't the woman that played McGonagall still alive? Dame Margaret? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Then she needs to continue to be McGonagall. I, I just, just keep fucking going. Do it again. Do it all again. Same lines. This it's, is the Richard. This is the Richard Harris gambit all over again. You didn't see die. I've got no problem with Professor McGonagall. She could say she's from an alternate reality. She's done this before. I'm fine with that as long as it's her. Who plays Hagrid? Besides myself. <laughs> I think I'd make a good Hagrid. They, I mean, they, we're moving more... right into the uh, we're moving right into the uh, the casting. I see. <laughs> still no one running it. No no showrunner. Well, yeah, no showrunner still. <laughs> well, really, I mean, uh, I don't have any hope for a, a showrunner. This is just act out the books, please. Just uh, don't fuck it up. God damn it. Yeah, that's depressing. I don't want to think about showrunners. That'll that'll just bring me down. But casting it, I I could you know develop some hope well patty jenkins needs a job again eh. and i and, and and a new a new agent clearly <laughs> <laughs> no here's the question who does pedro pascal play in this thing <laughs> oh oh he plays uh uh oh lavender what's his f season two uh the the egotistical defense against the dark arts teacher that has all the books that he wrote. Oh, the the guy that Kenneth Branagh plays. Yes, I can't think of his name. <laughs> I could open a door and I'd have it yelled at me from three different directions. <laughs> I can't believe I can't think of that guy's name. 
But his favorite color is lavender. <laughs> How stupid is that that I know that? This is like when you knew the first name of the lady who ran the orphanage on The Facts of Life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Was it an orphanage? I don't even fucking remember. An all-girls school. There you go. The Edna Institute for Higher Learning. Yep, it takes the good and it takes the bad. Damn it. What the hell is the name of that professor? Uh, Gilderoy Lockhart, according that's to IMDb. It. That's I mean, it. it was a, I, wanted, I, was, I was struggling with Braveheart, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Gilderoy Lockhart, that would be my vote. I think he'd make a spectacular, particularly after that, if he just did that, uh, that uh, uh, accent from Saturday Night Live when he was in the hospital bed. Just talk like that. <laughs> he, he can crush it. I, I've just resigned myself to him just being everything I watch from now on ever again. That's fine. That works. Could we have a baby Yoda as Harry Potter? I hope not. The answer should be yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. IG. Has anybody come up with a good like internet name for that thing yet? IG Grogu. <laughs> I Grogu. I Grogu. <laughs> That's it. That works. I Grogu. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Taika Waititi dubbed new lines for the Yes the and No, or did they just get past footage, get past audio, and reuse it? No, you gotta you gotta dub every one of those yeses just with a slight <laughs> little bit of difference. I want to sit there in the recording booth taking a break from whatever new that's, movie he's directing. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. You gonna make another Thor? Yes. <laughs> you hurry up and do what we do in the shadows, season four. No, no. Does he make that show? He's involved. I don't know to what extent. Like Pedro Pascal. <laughs> he's just kind of involved in everything. Pedro Pascal should be on that show. Jesus Christ! What? What? That would be great. <laughs> we need to have the all Pedro Pascal episode where we just cast him in everything i don't know why i'm laughing there are people that make six figures that are a quote-unquote executive producers to do exactly what you just did Keyshawn. <laughs> and then and then and then they have a 300 dollars lunch yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh Fucking well, Hollywood, my man. question is right, so surely i mean this being hbo where even no. though it's a totally different <laughs> series they took the music from Game of Thrones and they blatantly reused it for another goddamn Game of Thrones show that wasn't even Game of Thrones, something else. But they use the same music. So are they going to take John Williams' music and use that? Or are you going to try and top that shit? Because that's more impossible than topping the movie. You, you might be able to do a series that could surpass the movies. I'd, I'll give them credit. You might, you know, with, with the time and the space... You might be able to do it, and it's been long enough that you can have enough young kids watch it. Uh, uh, given, assuming that those young kids are not offended by the creator, uh, and she hadn't shat the bed there, topping the music, <laughs> you, you're you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in bad trouble. That's like say oh, I'm gonna do some new Indiana Jones music. That ain't happening. Nobody agrees with me. Dead silence. Fuck me. No, no, I, I, no, no, no. I, I'm nodding my head. I mean, I. Like, I oh. agree. Oh. Sorry, I'm doing a podcast. I don't see anybody's picture. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just scared that nobody uh, is running the show. 
uh, that that that's very Warner Brothers, which is a subsidiary of a uh, Max. So, and we've we've I've been to that rodeo way too many damn times to be excited oh. about something that doesn't have creative at the top. Yeah, I I happen to wholeheartedly agree with you. I I I've, I I was telling Ariel I think the movies are actually not very good. So the idea that with a little with with you know a longer runtime, they could do the same thing but do it better. I think that's very much on the the. Uh, Within their own possibility. Yeah, I just uh, boy, I top in the music. Holy shit, I don't, I don't know that you can. His name, his name is Hans Zimmer. He's not cheap, but he is available. <laughs> yeah, but I don't even know that he could top that. I'm sorry, but those tunes, the Harry Potter man, that was like peak John Williams. I, I did get vindicated the other day, and maybe it's like everybody knew this but me. But I saw an article that uh, it was like a revelatory article that it turned out there was a mistake in edit the sound editing on between Harry Potter and star Wars, like episode two. And they had the same audio like cues, the same music in both movies. And I'd been thinking that since they came out and could never find anything about it. And I was like, finally. And that article was probably written just for me by an AI that watches what I, (laughs) But yeah, next article, next time. article you see is why doesn't anybody go to the bathroom in any of these movies? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's rip the bandaid off. Uh, how how are you? How, give me the state of Star Wars, Keyshawn. Oh man. Well, it's kind of like a you know those jelly donuts that are filled with shit. So on the outside, you're optimistic, but on the inside. You might be utterly disappointed. It's, it's fairly good shot that you're utterly disappointed. Now we've got three different donuts, some of which may have shit, some of them may which have you know chocolatey chocolatey goodness, and we're not going to know which one, and we don't even know if we're going to get a donut at all. So these people make promises all the time about donuts. I am very optimistic for the Mandalorian donut. I, I don't know what to call that other than the Mandalorian era donut. But we've got two movies that are going to be the birth of the Jedi. One's birth of the Jedi, one's rebirth of the Jedi. And then you've got one smack in the middle that's kind of the culmination of all these shows and Clone Wars and, you know, the works there. Uh, how they're going to dovetail the clones with the Mandalorians, you know, and what's going on there. I mean, they, they did that well in Clone Wars. They've got rebels now bouncing around with Ahsoka, so that's going to come feeding into it. I mean, obviously, uh, Thrawn's going to play a major role. I'm just trying to figure out if it's going to be a major role in Ahsoka or if it's going to be a major role that culminates in uh, the ending. If there were anybody else, I'd be sad, just in the sense of, oh God, they're going to be trying to tie in the end of the Mandalorian era with era with the beginning of the new order you know you you already have the you know the quiet councils and all that kind of stuff and and, but this is the same guy that made the prequels a lot better (laughs) you know not the movies by themselves but you can now tolerate the prequels because of everything else that was around them and just kind of look at the prequels as snapshots of important events and then watch everything that you really want to get into and all the surrounding material well maybe Filoni can do the same thing and make it where you can tolerate the sequels. I, I'd be utterly shocked. 
And frankly, I'm more lean towards as old as we are. And Filoni's art, Filoni and uh, uh, Happy, or I can't remember his real name, but Favreau. Um, Lockhart. Yeah, that's right, Gilderoy. <laughs> Happy's favorite color is Lavender. Um, John Favreau. Those two guys are getting Put to the respect age on his where name. I'm afraid that they're going to lay out the groundwork for somebody else to come along and pick up the trail, and it's not going to be them. And I'm, I want them working for another 20 years. They need to work till 75, not 55, is the way I feel. And so I, I don't want them to end on Mandalorian. I want them to fill around and hopefully make better and give a future for Star Wars. Because right now there ain't one. We've got to pl- play in the little areas that we've got. But if you start playing in the sequel trilogy, it's nothing but shit. Well, I think it's pretty clear we're trying to rehabilitate the sequel area trilogy, like you said. It's already started. and That's kind of what Mandalorian Season 3 is. Do you think it's working? Which oh, Mandalorian season three? Yeah, in in oh, regards no. to rehabilitating seven, eight, oh, eight no. nine. I don't. I don't think no? it's start. I don't think it's started in earnest. I think this is like uh, to do a construction an- analogy. They're clearing some brush out of the way. That is the extent that they've really done any kind of like laying groundwork for her rehabilitation. Is <laughs> they've. They've started with some dirt work. <laughs> They're gonna move move some things around, get get a little thing set up. You know, we just got our first. You know, hell, they got, they got Moff Gideon to show up, and uh, I mean, I'm struggling with his mustache, but we'll table that for a second, okay? So I see. Uh, yeah, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what's happening there. The man needs a must a big full mustache, and without it, it just feels bizarre. And I feel like it's it, almost like a Superman digital ed- edit. Um, he might actually have the mustache, and they removed it. I don't know which, but nothing will on. ever be that bad ever again. <laughs> so, uh, something's going on there. It feels that way, teeing things up, but they haven't started re- rehabilitating squat, right? Um, well, I feel like the hints. part of the problems with the sequel trilogy is they just dumped a bunch of stuff on us without explaining it. And right. While while they've just started it, you can see the cracks in the new Republic already almost like this galactic version of Germany's Weimar Republic. And you can kind of see as, I mean, as a, you know, a a real life foil and you can, and now I'm like, okay, I see how the first order came to be like this fascist element came in because this new democracy was fucking up. Yeah. Well, they didn't want, um, they didn't want a unified military. So they broke up their military, which was, you know, a bad idea genes. <laughs> that's and that's how Leia ended up being with the resistance. Right? Yeah, but we we never knew that before unless you read like some random ass novel that no one knew about except for you. That's ex- that's exactly right. <laughs> that is pr- that's the only reason why I know is because I read yeah. that Leia novel. And, and I'm not griefing Back you. I'm gr- I'm griefing Lucasfilm for doing it that way. <laughs> I know. Oh, Kathleen Kennedy, yeah, she should be flogged. I, I don't. Uh, I, just, I can't stand it. It's it's uh, utterly terrible, and it's it's the only thing that explains everything. And it's I'll tell you what it reminds me of. It reminds me of the of the one new X Men comic that you were missing that had the key Rosetta Stone in it, and and you couldn't track the logic of why all the new X Men stuff was happening the way it was unless you had the two thousand and one annual, and it laid out everything and made everything make sense. And my hope is, is that 
Filoni and crew at all as they're starting to, I think Ahsoka is really where they're going to start taking. I'm hoping it's not just Rebels. Season they, five. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm See, I want to do Rebels season five. I really like Rebels. <laughs> I like Rebels too, but I don't want it to be dedicated to that. I want that. I want them to take Rebels season five and like use that to extend the story about where they're teeing everything to go with the sequels, but do it in a way that makes the sequels better, that lays out a lot of that logic and information and background and stuff. The same way that Clone Wars did with the prequels, I'm hoping that Ahsoka and this movie, because you asked the question about the, 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 the movies particularly, I'm hoping the movie's supposed to be a culmination, at least with the word they used. And so... Which film are you referring to? I'm talking about Filoni's movie. So he's doing a a culmination of all of these shows that's set, you know, in the Mandalorian era. So it's going to take the Ahsoka stuff, the, what we're watching now, the Mandalorian, I'm assuming Boba Fett. uh, I'm assuming all of the ones that hell, bad batch, you name it. Frankly, bad batch is, uh, bad, bad, bad batch is, uh, Holy shit. (laughs) Pre, Pre, uh, like yeah. so early rebellion, so it wouldn't be t- that one. May not, maybe doesn't count, but the other I, stuff, I think, yeah. I bet you they do because the Bad Batch is telling the story of what are what's going on with the clones, right? And yeah, I mean, cloning has a through line through like every era. I exactly. think as long as Palpatines are around, right? Exactly, and so I can't help but think that they're doing something with the clones and doing something with Bad Batch that's going to inform on all that. And whether we get old Bad Batches or whatever, I, I will certainly say that every sim- single exterior shot in the Bad Batch is, is as good or better than The Mandalorian is producing today. I can't believe how good the special effects are in The Bad Batch. It's, it's incredible. And uh, Now, obviously, once somebody's face shows up on screen, it's anima- highly animated and the way they walk and, and things like that are extremely animated, but the the special effects stuff that work is amazing. Anyway, um, they're going to culminate all of that stuff in Filoni's. That's the one I'm excited about. I can talk about that because at least I will give them the benefit of the doubt that they could add context that might make at least the logic of what happens in the sequels make some kind of sense. You're not going to make those movies better, but you might be able to like paint around them. To give them a better backdrop, and uh, I'm bullish on it as well. How about you, Ariel? Also bullish. Filoni really, you know, has something there, and I think he's trying to create his own kind of epic with the toys he was allowed to play with uh, for quite some time now. So, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, I think there's probably another season of Mandalorian before his movie shows up, so that will probably also move the story in another direction or further in a particular direction before we get that movie. Oh, you think there's another season? I think Favreau wrote season three and season four kind of all as, as he goes. Like uh, he started writing season three and then kept writing into season four as he's helping make season three. Oh, so sweet. I think that I think we're going to end in a massive cliffhanger next week. And I think uh, we got a whole other season to wait for to see where things go. Oh shit. And as far as the other two movies, I could give a shit. James Mangold is uh, doing the, 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 the Jedi birth thing. That's, you know, kind of exciting. The Logan guy doing stuff. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, uh, when I, 
you, you'll let's talk after uh, 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 Indy, the Dial of Destiny. Let's fair. talk after that, right? If because really, th- there's your test. That there is your that is as, as close as you can get to a a, a pre SAT is what can he do with Indiana Jones? And if he can do something with Indiana Jones that's actually special and good, then I might hold out hope that he can do something with Star Wars special and good. He'll be he'll certainly have nothing to constrain him <laughs> going back twenty five thousand years. All right, go for it. You know, I'm gonna re- I'm really gonna wait and see what what he can do with with uh, Indiana Jones, and uh, cross my fingers there. And uh, that 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 will be my litmus test. And then with Ray, I mean, hell, even my children don't like Ray. I'm. <laughs> oh, did they, did did they bail on her? They did. Yeah, even the one that loves Star Wars, he he'll he'll just like. And somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> that's his line. That's that's and going I, around oh, the internet a lot lately. I, I've seen. Yeah, yeah it's particular. made its, it's made its way into the kids' vernacular, which. It's bad. It's replaced when... nuke the fridge, which replaced jump the shark. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the through line. Yeah. yeah. And they use it all the time. And my youngest will look at me and just shake his head. It's like, that's so bad, dad. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. But if you look over here, I've got some excellent Star Wars stories I can point to, too. <laughs> By Dave Filoni. That really, that really is um, tragic because I, I do like Ray. And I want to be excited for this film, but I, I how many times are we gonna do the whole rebuild the Jedi Order stick? Apparently, uh, two at a time. That yeah. <laughs> it, it's not working, guys. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do them two at a time. I mean, we're gonna have a build the the original Jedi Order and a rebuild the Jedi Order at the same time. They announced them on the same day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I just don't know what the conflict there is from a story perspective. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be bad guys. That's, <laughs> that's that's all I can think of, and not in any kind of good way. Maybe it'll be Palpatine. Somehow Probably. he returned. Did you know that Palpatine was born? He, 25, he returned. <laughs> Ariel, I, ha- I have a combat question for you. This Mandalorian pro wrestling bullshit I'm having to watch every Wednesday night. <laughs> Is that based on anything, or is it just like you know what? This is what this is the stupid shit people would do if they're trying to fight with a jetpack strapped to their back. <laughs> you, you know, uh, yeah, it's a little bit. You're, you're talking about like the flying knees and stuff like that, right? With the jetpack assist. Oh, I'm the whole shebang a bang. It's just awful to look at. And <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, good of... job, warrior culture. <laughs> this is what you got to. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, some of it is kind of realistic in terms of how you might fight with a knife uh and, and stuff like that uh i i don't think the the jetpack stuff when it when they do it for like the, the the flying knees and the grabs and stuff would work that way uh there's too much acceleration you wouldn't be able to really do that but uh i would argue it's not working now <laughs> it looks so fucking awkward and stupid yeah well i think that's that's part of the problem like it's 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 you deserve to hard. be purged. <laughs> it's probably hard for like that the the stunt actors to get yanked really fast, right, with like a with a with a wire and do that kind of stuff. Uh, and then it, it it looks clunky, and they're wearing armor, and and so like I, I yeah, from a choreography perspective, I'm not sure that's the call I would make if I were trying to like make that kind of fighting with that with Mandalorians exciting. I, I'm not sure I would I would do it that way. 
but you would insist on wearing a uh an apparatus that makes it that takes away your peripheral vision though right you would do that <laughs> that's the apex of martial arts you don't need to see they they really no, i think they no. they've dropped the Just ball in like, your way <laughs> they dropped the ball like ages ago with like explaining away that design in a way that would make sense like they should have had some story element where it explains like your your vision and your awareness is enhanced by that thing not not reduced but they well, never really to get be there. fair it was in the legacy stuff I knew he was going to go here. Sure. I'm, I'm here for I'm it. I'm sorry, but uh, no, no, where is it? It. show me, show me, show me a, show me a video uh, story proof that that exists, like in universe as it is today. It's not, it's not there. I mean, I assume that that's like just logically, right? Like legacy stuff aside, like if you have a whole culture where nobody takes their helmet off, that stuff better <laughs> not be claustrophobic. Otherwise, evolution alone would take care of you, right? You, you, you most of the How people. How do you have a dinner party? Die. It's just stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> Well, so far, no one's attacked them from the side. Every single thing that I've seen happen to the Mandalorians has been straight up in their face. Like a big, they got some big giant shit that lives on their planets, wherever they're living, their moons or whatever. And those things come and attack them straight on. (laughs) So they don't need to look left and right. (laughs) Maybe that's how it happened. I don't know where you guys are at. I'm enjoying this season, but there is some real stupid storytelling going on at the same time. That's just making uh, me crazy. <laughs> you know, what seems to be driving me nuts the most and the absolute most is their vernacular. Uh, maybe that's not the right term. Their dialect, but... Man- Mandalorians themselves? All of them. Every character. The entire show, if you watch it, their diction is like very formal. We are speaking with no contractions and i am da 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 like a eighth grade play and there's nobody you miss bill burr is what you're trying to tell me well (laughs) bill burr was was waxing poetic compared to the other ones but they they all are it's such a stunted formal thing and the problem is is that I can make my peace with it in the prequels because that was supposed to be the old Republic era and it's like a different time, blah, blah, blah. But what's going on here, I don't I don't know why they're all talking that way. I mean, you, you think of Han Solo and, and Lando and, you know, smooth motherfuckers. And even when they're around smooth motherfuckers, the smooth motherfuckers, the pirates speak formally. The, the Moss guy, I will get you and I will destroy you. And it's, it's no, there's no dialect whatsoever, you know? Um, the best acting I've it's seen. It's too Lucasian. Were, the, the best acting I've seen were the two fish that loved each other. That was great. That was actually well done. <laughs> and it's the only time I saw what I thought was two people actually talking like normal humans, even though they were both fish that loved each other. But it wasn't so formal, stunted sounding. Stunted is the word I've been struggling to find. It's stunted. And once you notice it, it ruins. <laughs> I can't not hear it. I noticed it too. I mean, I, I, it, it definitely requires some suspension of disbelief just for that. And uh, maybe that's not even it. Maybe it's just you just have to ignore it. I mean, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a special effect. It's a, it's a choice. I mean, I think it's a choice. I mean, yeah. I don't like dialogue is part the, of Star Wars. And the, the 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 most to me like from season one the the most like obvious to me when it that hit me really hard was uh, grief carga uh, Carl Weathers 
because I know Carl Weathers doesn't talk like that. Right. I've seen Carl Weathers act, and he was he was like for whatever reason the the most bold, like the most jarring uh, uh-huh. character that his character. And ever, ever since then, I'm like they're, they're choosing to do this. They're choosing, so I'm just gonna have to just. I'm just gonna have to let this slide because it's wild. Yeah, and and the I'm I'm gonna call her bitch with hammer, whatever I, I can't remember her name. Okay, the but armor, bitch with hammer. the armor, <laughs> the armor. Thank you. BWA okay. would never do that. She's for somebody that's an armorer. Have have any of you actually ever met armorers? I've met armorers, and I've maybe they're all Texan armorers, but the Texan armorers I've ever met were the least formal motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and for for this armor to clanging away and Bo-Katan Creed, welcome. <laughs> it's it's like it's like uh, uh Will Farrell. <laughs> if Will Farrell were were playing this part and, and he's treating every part as being like kingly. They are they must all speak kingly in the court. It's and very Shakespearean. It's I gotcha. Yeah. If you want to say it's just the Mandalorian dialect, I could almost go with you, but for the fact that they're doing it with everybody. You know, Carl, the, Carl Weathers is gesticulating up there like he's fucking Othello. It's very strange. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 and, yeah. well but like the, the who's the filthy woman that works with the robots over on Tatooine? Gotta get her in once a season. Amy Sedaris. Right? Yeah, and yes. she she enunciates. She's over enunciating. And I've heard her speak in real life, and she doesn't speak like that at all. So it, 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 you're right; it is a decision, and it's a painfully bad one, <laughs> and it hurts. And I'm like, does this mean that some kids are going to come along and they're not going to be like that? You know, I'm, I'm like, are they teeing well, something up? You know, let's uh, let. I mean, in contrast, I don't think anybody in Andor talks like that. Oh, oh, fuck no, fuck no. They they they'd have murdered those people first in Andor. <laughs> That show took no fucking prisoners. That that show, oh no, Jesus. it did. It took a lot of prisoners. <laughs> yeah, well, it <laughs> turns out. <laughs> oh yeah, three episodes, yeah, three episodes worth of prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> cast those motherfuckers right into the ocean. God damn, that show is great. It's it's interesting. How it, 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 so it's not a it's not a mandate that all Star Wars needs to sound like that. I, it seems like it's a choice by yeah. the creative team, and whether yeah. how how much they want to harken back to. Some of the older stuff, or not? Yeah. But why? Why? I, I don't understand. Because the clones and the Clone Wars, none of that happened like that. Well, they didn't talk and, really. Oh, but there was a lot of yes, sir, right away. Bad and Bad Batch, they don't talk like that. Like they're right. And, or and by they, but I mean Deep Bradley Baker. <laughs> yes, so that's true. But Deep Bradley Baker, who plays fifty different clones in that show. That uh, doesn't talk like that for any of them. Yeah, it's nuts. It's a choice. It's it, but it, it's a good point to bring up. Like just another quirk of that whole well, universe. If they explain it at some point, it'll be it'll be like just a relief, just a relief that there's some reason. But it's gonna have to be something pretty amazing that it's the dialect of everybody, not just the Mandalorians, and. and <laughs> Maybe they're going to have a scene where it's like all the other people that talk to the Mandalorians are like, oh, well, we just thought we had to talk like that. <laughs> You're gonna, that'd be with awesome. The Man- See, with, with the Mandalorians, I do th- I do think it's supposed to be a cultural thing with, with Death Watch. Yeah. Because they, 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 they lean so hard into, you know, that yeah. space samurai a- a- ethos. But getting back to Ariel and your point, Gr- Grief Karga, not so much. I don't know what the hell he's doing. 
And the dude, now, the dude wasn't high magistrate from the jump, right? He was like a low-level scallywag yeah. for it. But, he, but even the, the scallywags, even the pirates that are dealing with them are talking like that. It's like, thou shalt not use contractions. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It is a trap. Yes, exactly. Boy, did are, anybody Are you guys enjoying the season? I, I am. Yeah, I'm Despite, despite the flaws? Yeah, it's, we're it, enjoying it, the hell I, out of it. Yeah. I, I am too, ultimately. Criticize it all we want, but uh, it's still a lot of fun. I, I do think that they missed a hell, hell of an opportunity to have a robot bartender say we don't serve their kind here. That I thought for sure was coming. I thought for sure that was coming, and they didn't say it. They broke my heart. <laughs> but other than that, everything's been great. That was a, a weird episode, too. Yes. Oh, dear God. Jack Black and... No, What's I was I was there for Black and Lizzo. It was the whole. It was the the plot was weird. Robo booze is why they're going crazy. Doc because Brown. Doc, yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> it was it was old man Doc Brown the whole time. I'm so disappointed. If it wasn't for this get, little green kid. I was brokenhearted. <laughs> we didn't get one like you know expression of shock from Doc Brown. <gasps> you know something. I really wanted that, but I'm glad I'm glad he was in there for doing something. Although. Even that was a bit weird. It's like they caught him. It's just, my lady, I am sorry. <laughs> so, it was so... What the His fuck? His motivations were extremely unclear. Yeah, the kids... Yeah, my kids are watching it, and they're, they're just like, that's all that happens to him? No, what, they're going to make him walk away? Walk? <laughs> what's, what he, everybody in the room, my wife's looking at me. That No one understood whatever kind of justice was supposed to be happening in here. So he got banished to some planet or something, and that right. And he just walked away. Like it wasn't like he got like accosted to be forced. He's just like you got to go there now. And he's just like okay, and he just turned around. (laughs) I am ashamed. (laughs) Your bus leaves in an hour. You were expected to be in that bus. That whole thing, the entire thing, was like why? 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 Still fun. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they've gotten a lot. They've gotten a lot of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they they've gotten me to give them the benefit of the doubt quite a bit. That I will go through that and and think to myself, okay, that was fucking weird and out of the ordinary, and maybe they're it's, they're laying some groundwork. <laughs> you know something. You know. Somebody somehow some bit of this is going to mean something to the overall, you know. Oh, this is oh, I get it. You know, something like that. They have um, they have paid off references from the last two seasons, right? Know, or, or characters, right? They bring them back, so right. You're, you're not you're not working off a completely unfounded assumption there, like it, like right. Lots of characters come back from earlier seasons, so yeah. who knows? Yeah, it's just that was a very weird, just you know. <laughs> for, for a Lucas for a Fuk, uh, a Lucasfilm property, there does actually appear to be a plan. Ultimately, that's extremely heartening. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Which, which makes it, I think, easier to, to forgive these like weird idiosyncrasies. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Is the acolyte still happening? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even showed okay. a trailer at the uh, Star Wars celebration, but it's not online. Ah, okay. Well, not a good version. Yeah, I guess there's probably fuzzy footage somewhere. Yeah. Any of you guys been watching Picard? Not yet. Oh, you're about, Not yet. You're, tr- you're about to trigger uh, me. Uh, man, that don't watch seasons one and two. You don't need to. 
Well, I, season- I've already done that, but I haven't, I haven't watched season three. Holy shit, I'm loving season, season three. Spectacular. That that's that's uh, yeah. what I'm waiting for. I, I have a I have a small metatextual gripe with episode nine, but I will get into that once Ariel has caught up. Gotcha. But overall, this is n- nostalgia at its finest. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I love to hear it. <laughs> Yeah, they they are they are taking every toy that they can imagine, and they're going to play with those toys. There are some deep and deep cuts in this show, and it, it, it's no really well done. Shit. No shit. Speaking of uh, funny service names, I guess I'll need to subscribe to Paramount Plus with Showtime or something to, again to catch what it's they they have they're they're changing their name too. We're not changing, but they're they're like modifying their name. Like you can get regular Paramount Plus, but if you want like the highest tier, it's Paramount Plus with Showtime. Oh, now, not mind you, plus, Paramount plus. plus Showtime. It's Paramount plus with Showtime. Oh jeez! <laughs> See, we thought Max. We thought Max was bad. Mm-mm-mm. Not Paramount Time or I miss you know. grammar. I'm not sure when <laughs> right? we Jettison did it, but we clearly have. <laughs> We're now the geezers. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know. They used English. What are these funny letters? You mean capitals? You little fuck. <laughs> oh god there's there's my old man rant for the day <laughs> i don't know if you struck upon the title of the show yet but uh, i'm gonna throw that one in there i thought it was bad uh bad enough and punctuation right? but i don't know i grow goose pretty good it's the grow go <laughs> ah. <laughs> look I, I i gotta say uh i know they probably won't do it because Story-wise, it it's not the trajectory they're putting Grogu through, but I feel the need to have the IG-12 Grogu bot being piloted by Grogu with two lightsabers in its hands, just like rocking it. I, I feel oh, like that's yeah. necessary. Oh my god, aren't we aren't we heading towards like a General Grievous-driven Grogu bot? I mean, that's that's what I want. Oh, but I don't I... think they're gonna give it to us. I want a full Grogu Gundam. It needs to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Blaster in one hand, lightsaber in Man. the other. Now we're talking. I, I, yeah. I thought that's where we were going. I thought, I, I'm right there with you. I thought, oh, we're going to get the next generation of the most badass General Grievous thing you ever saw in your life. It's going to be fucking great. Put the, put the Death Trooper armor on that IG-12 thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he can fly. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You it's a Gundam. It's a Gundam. Like it's a Gundam. You had me at hello. <laughs> God damn it! They need to just pretend those movies didn't happen and start over. They they can't. They have two parks dedicated to them, man. Ah damn it! That's why they. That's why Filoni has got, has got to unfuck it if he can. Who has I, the? T- who, all right. Who here, here's a, here's a here's a great question for both of you. Who has the tougher the tougher job? Him or Gun? Oof. Gun. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Gun. I think Gun has. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love Gun and I love Filoni, so that's that's a good question. But man, Gun's got a he's got he's got a hot shit mess. I think Filoni. I think Filoni. But had, he's running away from it. I, I actually think Filoni's is tougher. I, I you, you might be right. I think he had lower stakes to start when he started doing the Clone Wars show. I think the stakes for him were lower. Than the perceived stakes, at least for James Gunn right now, trying to do the same thing. But maybe Cyrus, creatively, creatively, perhaps you're right. But I think 
the stakes, like perceived stakes of what they, they how quickly they need to succeed. I think when Filoni started, it wasn't as there wasn't as much attention on it. Yeah, but I don't think it's a question of when Filoni started compared to Gun. Now I would say, all right, what Filoni's got to try and do now to unfuck the sequels. Like, but I okay, think he's had practice. Is my point. point. Oh my yeah, point yeah. Is he's, had, he's had practice. He know yeah. he kind of knows what he can get away with and kind of what not, and so he's he can kind of do suck his best. whisperer. <laughs> kind of, I mean, really, right? Like, <laughs> I take yeah. your suck and I make it better. Yeah, but I mean, you've got a, an entire a cottage industry built around a con- a company that just fucks its properties left and right and and cannot do them right unless they're those toys are taken away and played with by somebody else and i can't see gun being able to i mean run from it i mean <laughs> that's like trying to run from a briar patch he absolutely he's, has run right. from it. He he's he, first thing he did was cancel all other other films that wasn't that weren't the Flash. <laughs> well, no, no, but even then you've got the he's like, Joker. nope. They got the Joker sequel coming out. You're gonna have another Batman movie. Those things are still coming down the pipeline, and will serve to confuse, if nothing else, what is otherwise a uh, a stupid populace. For him to be able to like go, no, no, this is the DCU over here. This is this is my DCU. I, I will say, you guys watch. Do you really uh, think Batman right? being incorporated will be that tough? Batman being incorporated? Yeah, because I mean, those those have been their most stupid proof um, properties up to this point. Has been the Batman stuff. It's everything else they really struggle with. Well, I don't know. They they couldn't get Batman right with the Justice League stuff. If they could fuck it up, they did there. Well, they absolutely did because they were te- they were asked to make a Superman sequel, and he made Batman: The Dark Knight. Right. <laughs> and as one does when you are on cocaine, evidently, or whatever the hell his his damage is. Right. I um, just uh, a peacemaker gives me hope. Hell yeah! I fucking love that show. That was shockingly good. <laughs> With F grade properties, yeah. But again, it's like when the when the stakes are low for what you for what you can you can play with, yeah. You you, you can get gold, but it's and I, I'm honestly I'm leaning a little bit more in Cyrus's direction now because when you think about what he did with the with the Batman and with the Peacemaker and stuff is create from a creative difficulty perspective, Gunn just says like Nah, none of that. Those are all else worlds. Like I don't I don't have to incorporate that stuff into my universe of stories. Versus Filoni's like, well, no, I have all of the weight of everything <laughs> to like deal with, uh, in a sense, because he you can't make any of it go away. You can't pretend it doesn't exist. You can you can gesture, you can ignore, but it's all well, there. Star Wars doesn't have multi multiverse, right? So you can't well, cut off chunks of it <laughs> to deal with. And I guess what I'm saying is, I know what Gun, what Cyrus is saying, Gun is trying to do. I'm saying I don't well, think Gunn can do that. <laughs> I what, think he's going to say okay. no, no, that's not. And, part and, of it. and, that's and that ultimately is the question. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a big. They, they've, asked, they've asked about it. we we want we want an MCU. Can you do that for us? Yeah. <laughs> and for him to be able to go, that's not part of it. This is is going to be awful, damn difficult to get the general public to follow along with that. Yeah, because it's like a half reboot, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 
and yeah, that yeah, that could be confusing. But maybe they could get the guys who made the Last of Us featurettes to just explain it to us at the end of the movie. <laughs> we need that recap five minutes after the credits are done. I never followed up on that. Did 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 you uh, watch those post credits with the new set of eyes? I did not. I did, and I have to tell you, I disagree with you. Um, I think people are that <laughs> stupid. I think you that. I think you actually have to hold their hand and explain to them once you just fucking watch them these days. Oh, 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 but you agree that's what they're doing. That's <laughs> like there's no there's no saw. There's no question, but I think people okay. are that fucking I've spent enough time on Reddit and other forums to realize, wow, you watched this and didn't understand any of it. Okay, that's fair. I I yeah, their rationale for why they're doing it is one thing. I just the fact that they are doing that story that, intelligence to me not is so far lower has, has has fallen so far since you and I all got into genre fiction twenty five years ago. It appears so. Yeah, it's like the visual equivalent of being um, the idea that your reading level is so poor that you might as well not be able to read. Roll functional tot. Functional, functional illiteracy. illiteracy. Oh, I thought. Well, yeah, yeah that's where it started, but yeah, <laughs> that's like spread into like other media now. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Speaking of, uh, uh, so let, let's have let's have a, a a replay of a conversation that we probably had a decade ago, but in a, entirely. Avengers Endgame is the number one movie in the in the, <laughs> <laughs> in no, the I'm, bracket. I'm going to ask you because I'm assuming you guys are all up to speed. Which characters in the MCU are scrolls? And I'll start with. Carter, what's her face? Sharon, Sharon? Carter. That's okay, an interesting that, choice. I, yeah. I'm going to throw that one out there just because talk about a bizarre left turn of behavior in Captain America Winter Soldier. And that one just uh, that screams at me. But we had this conversation long ago uh, when the comics were doing their secret invasion. And here we are on the cusp of secret invasion. And so it's not a bad question to ask if you had a top three. Of I think this this and this, who You're might they right, be? And I really wish you weren't, because I, I I thought that was such a brave story choice. I feel like the Iron Man three controversy comes back here, and I don't think they can do that to Sharon. I don't think they can make her a scroll, because uh, I forget the actress's name. Uh, she the she was the played the 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 creator of Extremis in the Iron Man three. She was supposed to be the villain, and they wrote her they they wrote that part of the role out for her. Because they didn't want a woman being a villain in the story, I I think that the seed of that what? I think yes, uh, that's <laughs> like documented. So like I don't think they can just like do that for like the I think they gotta let Wanda be Wanda and be the villain of Multiverse of Madness and play we write a good story around that. And I think they gotta do the same thing for Sharon. I I don't think they can do that. Okay, so who are your three? I already know who two of them are based on rumors. So. Uh, Oh, damn. I have to get creative. <laughs> oh, well, shit. Okay, see, I haven't kept up with any rumors. So, uh, I don't I don't know I shit. I actually forgot Secret of Asia was happening until like a week ago. <laughs> I think most people did, so that's why they had to make that trailer. Like like, okay. like 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 yeah, like post She-Hulk there was like this just big gap. Okay. So, while you ponder the question, I'm going to point something out. And again, maybe I'm just a weirdo that notices this shit, but it certainly was something that was right down our alley. But, and, and maybe I'm wrong and you guys can correct me in the winter soldier movie. When Nick Fury 
dies for the first time. They meet over his grave. And of course, he's there talking with them. And if you remember, yes. his gravestone had Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, the path of the righteous yes. man, blah, blah, blah. Now, cut to the trailer for Secret Invasion. And it shows Nick Fury's gravestone. And it says something completely else. Different epitaph. Yep. Yep. Right. Now, either somebody wasn't keeping track of their shit, which I find unlikely when you're doing Nick Fury's gravestone and it's a Nick Fury show, somebody, or something else is going on. But did y'all notice that the gravestone was different? I did. did Nick Fury's are on middle scroll once. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I really do hope that they sort of explain that somehow. Like, uh, you know, winter. a lot of stuff happened since Winter Soldier. So, like, did the world recognize that he was back? And then he had to kind of, like, die again? Get, rid of, get rid of the old gravestone and die again? Or is, was it, is there something more to that? Or was it literally a mistake uh, on the production departments and things? Yeah. Who can say? Yeah, I don't know. But I'm glad I'm not the only one that saw it. <laughs> I was... I, I was the only one in my family, but that's again because I'm the only one that knew that quote, right? Well, this psychosis is shared amongst the the whole show. Don't worry about it. All right, so I killed a little time. Uh, it, I'll narrow it to one. Can you pick one character that you think is a scroll, longtime character that is a scroll that you adventure just to as a guest before the show comes out? I don't have one to to their credit. What about? Uh, Elaine. You think? Do you think Val is? Yeah. Oh, I'm just. Again, didn't she have a green streak in her hair, or is that a white streak in her hair? Uh, white in the comics, but it's always been purple in the purple. in the movies. Okay. I think I think she's so shaken by the scroll thing that that help that helps push her to create the Thunderbolts. So oh. I'm I'm bearish on her being a scroll. Okay. And what about Agent Hill? Again, somebody that's been a hill uh, a scroll before. I was gonna say she has already been a scroll, but like, are we gonna get multiple scrolls trying to pretend to be her—a good right. scroll and a bad scroll? Right. It's possible. Or, or do you think the scrolls haven't infiltrated and faked out any uh, uh, heroes? No comment. Okay. When I think there's probably on? a uh, June twenty-first. I think, but I, I think uh, I think. They probably have at least one scroll in every major organization. So you're going to probably see a scroll in Shield, a scroll in the U.S. government, a scroll in maybe Wakanda. I think that would be an interesting one. Who in Wakanda <laughs> oh, gets to be a scroll? Yeah. A scroll in every house, a chicken in every. <laughs> right, oh, and a cap in every ass. That's right. <laughs> a cap in every ass. It's a Family Guy quote. <laughs> I thought you may like Cap to Captain America. No, no. Small C. <laughs> a cap in every yeah, ass. Right. So you were offended by the Riz you were telling me the other day off pod, Keith. Offend, uh, offended? No. Okay. Because, um, I mean, it's just slang. No, 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 no. That's not where the offense comes from. The the offense... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you see old man Mordazavi. You, you sure. call it slang. It's actually old slang. And And you're old for thinking it's even slang. Uh, that that that's dated slang from years and years ago, and it's already not cool to say it. 
And my offense comes from mm. I'd never even heard of it before when I was told that this old slang was dated. And I'm like, you Riz, like Rizza? What are we talking? And 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 then then you get the look that you you know you're just close to turning into dust at any given moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's where my offense came from. Uh, nothing to do with I, the word. Really. So I oh so you were you were concerned that you completely missed like this entire thing. Not, I mean, I missed it from its rise to its downfall. Yeah, its, I got gotcha. you. To its derision, and, and then yeah, the you had no idea. Me, yeah, it's like you're, the, you're they're telling you're the, you're so old that a whole civilization has risen and fallen in the time since you were since you were born but no 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 and even that doesn't offend me i'm so old that i don't care about that 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 the civilization yes that's where i'm at too welcome to your 40s it's the best it's the young people that look at you like you are so ancient that you don't even care that you miss the rise and fall of a civilization and they look at you like you're about to drop dead (laughs) there's where the offense comes in was like how, how did you you know, did you miss the internet? <laughs> you know, <laughs> how, how did you miss this? You're so old. You don't even know you're old. You're mm. that old. You are, you are bumfuzzled and confused <laughs> and should be put in a bed. Is that a new word I missed? <laughs> bumfuzzled? Sure. You've never heard bumfuzzled? What about cattywamper? Surely you know cattywamper. Uh, it's, yeah, but that's, that's going way back. That's before Wom- my time. Womper Jump, right. Stuff like that. Yeah. No, there's not, yeah, there's not, uh, again, you're not going to get into No, I, listen, I, like... I, I can dig Daddy-O. It's cool. I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you dig it the most. That's right. Hey. Hey. No, so that's where that came from. Uh, no offense to the word Riz. Although me saying, I, I'm, I'm. I'm very much worried right now that if I say it too loud, there's going to be children that bust into the room and start asking me what it is that I'm doing using it right now. And they're not going to be happy. They're going to be bothered. <laughs> what are you doing? What, Why like are the you Kool-Aid man? That? Don't be, don't be <laughs> that lame. <laughs> I can do some stupid shit and it wouldn't be as lame as if I tried to use the word Riz in a sentence. I don't know. This is you just have a teenage daughter. Is what uh, I feel like is what you're telling. Oh me. no 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 no! I've I've got three. That all three of them. It was it was a uh, it was a triumvirate. Was it like an intervention? <laughs> They're like, Dad, we need to tell you something. Oh, well, they were talking about it, and I just kind of uh, you know, passingly heard this conversation, and then got pulled in and <laughs> told you can't possibly understand this. <laughs> just go go back to your Monty Python. Oh, please. They don't know what that is. Yeah, they, are you, they, we're talking about my children. Yes, they do. They're forced to watch that stuff. <laughs> ah, okay. We cut the cord like 10 years ago. <laughs> they, they don't have options. I haven't even seen The History of the World Part 2 yet. It's so good. Really? Yes! It's, 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 it's so been mixed for me. Good. I, I feel It's been a little mixed for me. I gotta be honest. Oh my god, that's great to hear. I've only, I haven't seen the whole thing, but uh, it I has feel the like same toe, but it's contemporary. Well, that's yeah. fair. But it's uh, contemporary. That's that is yeah. Yeah, and it's it's brave because it's like, well, this is old, so we're gonna we're gonna do racial humor, and you're just gonna deal with it. <laughs> 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 oh, please tell me it offends the youngsters. That'll be great. Uh, I mean, probably they hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Y- 
you know we're kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're just playing with a stereotype from seven decades ago. <laughs> oh, and the hating the youngsters. Just let me just flash back to Picard that that was hysterical without making any uh, direct references, but <laughs> the youngsters were hated upon. What, did that they was... find Picard offensive? No, 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 no. I mean, in Picard itself, the, the youngsters were hated upon. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was just spectacular. <laughs> Damn millennials. Oh, shit. Oh, millennials are old, man. What are you talking about? Gen, Gen Z is, are, is already in their twilight of people giving a shit about what they don't like. Did you see the trailer for the Marvels? I did. Heck yeah. Did you guys already talk about this? Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. Thoughts? Concerns? I'm excited. I don't care uh, what the haters say. I'm excited for this movie. Uh, I think uh, Kamala definitely helps uh, bring a lot of levity to the, the heaviness that clearly Carol and, and, and uh, Monica have for each other and just uh-huh. in general with their, their characters so, so far. Uh, and I think that's going to it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm pumped. Her, her, every scene that, that Kamala was in was spectacular in that trailer. I loved every her reaction to the cat, her reaction to Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is this an Avengers test? See, see that, that's, a, that's a red flag for me. Really? Everything that isn't Iman, I was like, well, I don't, this seems dumb. I, I feel like it's going to be Black Widow all, all over again where it's, it's going to be Florence Pugh and then a bunch of shit I hate. I don't know. I got the sense that it's all three of them full on in this. So I'd be shocked if they did that. I don't know. It seems I, 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 got more of a, I got more of a sense of that. She was the, the young comic, not comic relief, but certainly the, the, you get the young perspective embedded in there. It felt more like uh Peter and, and Tony Stark together. Yeah. But my, my fear is that that's all it's going to have going for it. Yeah, like I'm with Kamala the... not there, it's gonna not be satisfying when she's when she's yeah. inevitably not in one of the scenes because they're swapping places in oh, yeah. probably the majority of the movie. Yeah, I'm worried that they didn't give Carol and um, Monica anything to do again. Well, my 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 thinking is they they will have animosity between them that will drive an interesting story that they have not tread on really too much up to this point. A little bit of Wandavision, but not not really. They teased like, it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I hope they they make they make something of that for them to resolve and that Kamala helps them so that by the time the movie's done, all three of those characters are going off in interesting directions. That, that would be my hope. Oh, see, I, I, I'm more for just bind them together and have them always be together. That'd be fine with me. <laughs> just, I think they'll come back together again, but just, I, I, I do think they also need to kind of go in, in their respective ways when it's done because especially for kamala i think there's too much interesting stuff going on in jersey city for her to be bouncing around the cosmos for too long and is her name photon is that what they're going with that's it in the comics i believe yeah they just they just rebranded her photon again in the comics so probably got it i wasn't sure concerned that just like in the marvel publishing side that we're 10 years away from like the X-Men being synonymous with the MCU. And that's kind of my, maybe why they're holding back a little bit. I'm all right with that. I would, I would hope that they don't hold back because they're going to reboot everything in secret wars. Like 
and I, I, I do share your concerns, Cyrus. I, I, but, but my, my, my desire would be like the time to not hold back is now when you know the reboot of whatever scope you want is going to come in whatever 2026, 2027, whatever that is. Or where, where's so, this reboot coming from? Secret Wars is gonna is gonna mess with the universe. Avengers somehow. five. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or six. Uh, whatever it is now. Uh, because uh, oh, Kang Dynasty comes yeah, first, right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, but that's that's going to start it too. Let's let's be real. That's going to start the roller coaster, and then the Secret Wars is going to is going to stop it. Uh, and and by the time that's done, I think it's it's going to be there's going to be some kind of change, like significant change. Will it be a complete reboot? Probably not, because they're going to probably want to keep some actors and franchises going, right? But there's going to be a significant shift. So I think in the time leading up to that, why not just fuck around, <laughs> like like go big where you can again back to what you were saying about an hour ago cyrus the, the money is running out so maybe that's part of it but uh mcu has a lot of it still so let's go crazy why not well i don't think they're hurting yet from a financial perspective but i i do think they need a hit pretty soon and i don't like a smash one yeah i don't see one on the horizon either so that's a little worrying as well and the more uh near future but i just i i like there being a, a multitude of characters but i'm old enough to remember as as both you are in the that when we were when we were young that marvel was synonymous with the x-men and spider-man and that was it and while i'm 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 ready for good x-men movies but i don't want to like throw the other stuff out yeah they got they got to be smart about it they got to be and i i do wonder if they try to take a more mid 2000s approach with the x-men and don't just let the x-men live in their own world where they only interact with other mutants yeah and try to have more of a hey we got new avengers yeah wolverine's here yep yep and then you know maybe storm or something and then we also got spider-man yep and then we got the next iron man and the next captain marvel and and whatever and they they kind of you know, make this make it more of a soup uh, than than these like pure play, pure franchise plays that gets a little too uh, dominant. I, I I do wonder if, if they, I, I, to your point, Cyrus. I guess they, I feel like they have to do that to like keep all the characters fresh. Otherwise, they they risk doing what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, just, it, it, it's happened before, and there's only so much creative to go around too. So I could you know I could see them just you know running out of people that really get it. And they can't start too late on that, otherwise they're going to run into the same problem too. Like you can't make three X Men movies and then start having Wolverine show up in the Avengers. Like yeah. you gotta, you gotta start early. But to your point, Ariel, I, I think isn't Deadpool three kind of going to be like that? Aren't they going to just be? Yeah, you know what? Wolverine's in it. It's, we, we don't know yeah. why. We just it'll be cool. So he's in they there. Just, yeah, sure. They just announced the guy that plays Colossus is back playing Colossus. Sure. Yeah, and they got the TVA thrown in there. So yeah, let's let's blur it all together. I didn't know yep. they had the TVA. That's great. Yeah, because I think the whole thing is Deadpool fights the Marvel multiverse to try to <laughs> like they're gonna. I think that's how they're gonna try to mash the MCU in with Deadpool. And it's an interesting first attempt at something kind of X Men adjacent with the rest of it. I'd I'll be curious to see how it goes. Trying to trying to bring the Fox properties back in. Yeah, yeah. Doing it irrelevantly, I think, will help. Yeah, make no it a doubt. little bit easier. I'm just, I'm just sorry that Patrick Stewart is just kind of aged out of the ability to, to be involved. That's that that, that that feels a shame. Yeah, yeah. Pedro Pascal's available, I'm sure, so maybe he can. Oh play. yeah, yeah. We just yeah. and a razor. We need a razor. 
I mean, how is he not Wolverine? Seriously. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, that's great. All right, let's, let's, let's go to our billionaire's lunch. <laughs> Been a whole day's work. <laughs> we need to uh, cast the X-Men. I think we're too far out. Yeah, I think you're, you're, right. you're going to you're you're want to go going to want to go young with those characters and they're not close so like unless you like want to like cast the cast of young sheldon onto it i mean at this point you would need you would need that's who you'd be looking at well we got pedro pascal we're we're set yeah, yeah right <laughs> we got wolverine actually you know who he would no no kidding aside i would think he would be delightful as magneto Ooh, it me our age Magneto or Pedro Pascal? Because the answer is yes. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I thought Pedro Pascal was, was close to our age. Well, he was in college in Buffy when we were in college, so yes. Uh, let's see. He was, he was born uh, 1975. Holy crap. He is my age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not... you, you, were, you were asking, honestly, I thought you were kind of joking. I was like, hey, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely are. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. We're old. We were just bitching about Gen Z not 20 <laughs> minutes ago. I unironically was weeping for the fate of grammar. Like, that's that's what an old person does. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I would like to remind you, without the use of contractions, that you've been listening to Full of Sound and Fury podcast. I've been Cyrus Mortazavi and of Kirkland, Washington. With us from, both of them from Austin, Texas, have been Keyshawn Xavier. Yep. And Ariel Rodriguez. Thanks again. This episode and previous episodes of Full of Sun and Fury Podcast are available at fullofsunandfurypodcast.com or via subscription at wherever the hell you get your podcasts. This has been a great Story Studios production. Copyright 2023. Yes, 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 yes.